Hi, welcome back to another edition of the Single Track Session, number 113, part of the Trail Manners podcast. So, got a big week, got a lot going on, a um, lot of Ask Trail Manners questions, probably our biggest week Ask Trail Manners questions. Oh, okay. And some good ones. Um, but let's start off, I mean, I know everybody's dying to know, I brought, I, I before I came, mm-hmm. Well, it was last night because I knew I had a massage appointment coming straight over here. We're at Bomber Studios. It's been right. a while. And I'm like, okay, what's good for recovery from meniscus right. surgery? And one of the things on there were donuts. Yes, I think that's the top of the list. Yeah. And so, really close. So I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts and yep. bought a donut for you. I appreciate um, that. And that's when I realized when I stepped up to the counter, I'm like, I almost... My, a tear ran down my face, and the lady looks at me, and she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know Joel as well as I thought. I don't know what he likes. <laughs> Chocolate cake is my go-to. Damn it. That's okay. okay. Well, I got you one of their sour cream donuts, which right. is, I got me one. Yeah. So you can have a sour cream, or there it's like a festival. Sprinkle. festival. It sprinkles with orange. Yeah, I'm going to let you take that donuts. home for your daughter. Okay. Well, you get the you have to, have to do the sour cream. Yeah, I'll, I'll give that a shot. It's it's pretty good, so, and it's supposed to help healing and yes. inflammation. And, yeah, and stuff exactly. Like that. So, but how'd the surgery go? I know people want to know. Um, it went well. Yeah, um, I was able to walk on it right away. That was a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, the doctor shaved away that little flapper that was catching the posterior. Yeah, a little mud flap. <laughs> and then from a previous surgery I had where they actually repaired it, the tissue that was around the repair was a little funky. So he shaved that part off. Yeah. And then the thing that was really bothering me on the medial, on the inside of the knee, was a plica. So plica is like this band of tissue, and it's just a worthless band of tissue. There's no reason to have it. Yeah. It was irritated, so he cut that out. Wow. Yeah, so that was – I didn't realize I had a plica, and usually you don't know until you go in and – so it's gone. My knee feels better already. Wow. How long was the whole procedure? Not very long. Maybe half hour. Holy cow. An hour at the most. So it sounds like you just went to Great Clips. You got a trim in <laughs> yeah. a half an hour. Yeah, right? I was in and out pretty fast. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I need yeah. a trim here and here. Yeah, Number it two. was good. And no weirdness with anesthesia this time. The last couple of times I've gone under the knife, I've had some... Really bad anesthesia experiences. Well, because that was your your speedball comment from last week. Yeah, exactly. So this was (laughs) was good to go. Yeah. (laughs) I really expressed my concern to the anesthesiologist. I said, dude, I'm not worried about anything except for that. So if you have any expired gas, don't use it on me. I didn't use gas this time. What do they do? Just straight up through the IV. Oh. And it's whatever that drug is, propofol or something like that. Um, were you awake? No, oh, I you wasn't were out, awake. Out? I guess it's really uncomfortable because he like kind of cracks your knee open, uh, like with his hip. I'm not into that. <laughs> to get the, to get the <laughs> <laughs> I got three ports on my knee right now. Uh, where he went in, um, and so they put that tool in there. So you got to <laughs> kind of spread that knee joint open to get in there. You might have three donuts by the time <laughs> this is over. I'm not even going to have one. <laughs> um, hey, I can start running again in four weeks, and then I can uh, start snowboarding in six, I think. Wow. That's Something good. Like that. So yeah. just therapy and therapy, yeah. strengthen it up, and yep. you're good to go. Yeah, I just got to get the swelling down and get the uh, – just make sure that the – the stitches and all that stuff are, are going to hold for the next seven days. Wow. That's kind of the big concern now. Yeah. It's just making sure that those don't pop out of there. Well, I can't help with the stitches, but I know, like, the donuts work for inflammation. Yeah, I'm going to rub the donut on there. Yeah. I mean, it's good for inflammation mm-hmm. in the knee, but it does, like, give you swelling of the belly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> donuts <laughs> do. So it's kind of a it's, it's a tricky slope. Yes. Let's just say that uh, when you go down that. Um, 
Well, I hope everybody by now, um, we're recording this on Tuesday, yeah. so two days before it launches. So today is the 6th, which mm-hmm. is the National Election Day. Right. And when you're sending a text to somebody, make sure you spell check because hmm. your phone will change an L to an R. Right. So you could actually send Happy National Erection Day, which is a little different. Yes, right? it so, is. So uh, we actually saw, saw, saw <laughs> something on that. That's just any day for a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what the day is. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like any other day. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully you set your clocks back as well. That's tricky. That actually threw me for a loop. Yeah. I woke up. I ran for the first time Sunday. Um, and here's the deal. So I was off for at least four weeks. Right. No running. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really, you know, do anything, really. A little lifting here and there. Um, went running Sunday and did five and a half miles. Right. It's kind of a normal 22nd. And my, my, my time was like a nine... 40 pace Fast. average yeah and i'm like that's not right yeah because that's for me that's pretty good did you good. account for the changing of the sun i don't know if it counted it was <laughs> my, my watch did it so i'm taking it yeah i ran this morning and i definitely went slower because my calf was a little sore right and it was still like barely over 10 so yeah nice maybe, maybe what happened when i popped my my calf it just aligned it there you so go. So now I'm uh-huh. like how I should be You're all You're much this more time. efficient now. I think so. I think the power transfer efficient. is there where it should be. Yeah. The flux capacitor is yeah, operating that's what at it is. maximal power Wattage. Outage. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. But here's a funny story. So, and this is where um, some people might. We've had this discussion on the podcast before about seeing people on the trail. Yeah. Whether we know them, we don't know them, or passing people, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm running on Sunday. I haven't run for a while. And I come around, uh, I think, Strong's Canyon. So I'm coming out of it, mm-hmm. heading south. And uh, there's another runner coming towards me. Right. And it was a girl. Mm-hmm. And I looked, and I'm like, oh, I, I know that person, right? Sure. I've seen that person before, but I'm by myself. Right. She's by herself. Right. There was absolutely going to be no conversation at this point because <laughs> I'm like, I've already been bear sprayed. Yeah. I'm not exactly. going for a pepper spray this year, <laughs> right? So I just says... Uh, good morning, and I just kept going. We were going right. opposite directions, so I ran, and and then uh, on the way back, uh, passed a couple other uh, ladies, and I was like kicking rocks and stuff, and yeah. you know, that, know you're there. that worked out. Yeah, and then I got back to the parking lot, and the uh, the first girl I the crisscross was there, mm-hmm. and I go down to the car, and I'm like, man, it's still uncomfortable because there's no one around, right? You know, and I, I don't know why I worry about this stuff because I'm not, I've been running clothes, and well, I'm not. At least you to- worry about it. I mean, that's good. I'm not a, a complete creeper, right? And so I'm kind of getting ready to get in the car, and I'll say, "Are you Eric?" Oh, and I was like, crap! Two steps back. I know because I'm like, dang it, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, you looked familiar. It was Courtney Fresh. So we saw oh, her. I haven't seen her. I haven't either. Ages. Since uh, like Snow Basin a year or so, right. half ago or whatever. So anyway, I explained to her. I said, yeah, I apologize. I did recognize you, but I'm horrible with names. Right. You know, so it was just, I'm, I said, I'm glad you didn't pepper spray me. Yeah. You know, being on the trail. So it was kind of funny, but uh, it was fun, fun to see somebody out on the trail again. Um, and it was just kind of a funny story. Right. So we'll, we'll talk about a pod, upcoming podcast with... Something around those lines that we won't spill the beans on. Um, also, today marks a huge day for me. I have my first official training for my soccer team. Ooh. I'm officially the head coach. Yeah. I met the parents <laughs> last Thursday. <laughs> you're the head coach? I thought you were the assistant coach. I am the head coach. How did that escalate so quickly? Um, I don't age. I think I'm older, so it's just kind of like <laughs> you're the senior. <laughs> you're the so. senior. You've got a coaching license. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here you go. Here you go. <laughs> So we had a parent meeting last week, oh and gosh. I got to meet half the parents and have to do the most uncomfortable thing in my life, 
ever is like you have to talk about yourself. Yeah. I hate that to oh, a yeah. T. But you're also trying to show them that, you know, I'm taking your 12-year-old boys and I'm going to teach them to play the game. <laughs> that you know what you're doing. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So it was super uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it worked. Yeah. Because um, apparently, apparently I'm still the coach <laughs> after Thursday. Right. And uh, I sent out a big team email. Oh, my gosh. To all the parents. So much responsibility. I know. Introducing myself. And, and the, emailing. Yeah. A group. A group. A whole group of players, Dude, which just goes you, to their parents. Did you have to set up a Facebook page for this, too? I did not. They have one. It's they like 20 one. people following it. Uh-huh. So I like my chances of not dealing with that. Um, but it was pretty good. I found out uh, one of the moms, she's like, oh, my husband would have been here, but we were running late. He had to stop by the the Quito's Brewery and get some beer. Oh, you're like best friend. And I looked at her, and I'm like, right on, you know? And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's a huge IPA snob. And I'm yeah. looking at her again like, okay, you either, number one, have read my bio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you you want more playing time for your kid. Yeah. But then, it's just but, working so far. But then she started blurting out, oh, no, he's huge into Mother Earth, Melvin's. And I'm just sitting there like... It's National Erection Day. I was like, so excited, right? I'm like, this is really cool. You're like, I like the purple can of the Ketos, She's please. like, yeah. And so we started talking, and my assistant coach like, oh, Eric's a huge guy. And I'm like, don't say it loud because there's other parents right, exactly. here. Exactly. You don't want to be known as the alcoholic coach. Yeah. Hey, welcome. Hey, I'm yeah. sober for 10 days, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but then we kept talking, and she's like, you know what? This works out great because my husband goes to the National, it's the Great American Brew Fest in yeah. Denver, and I'm not going with him next year, so you can go. Right. So. <laughs> I'm like, this is escalating very quickly. Yes. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was a riot. So met a lot of, met a lot of cool parents. But yeah, pretty excited. And then on Saturday, we are scrimmaging Aaron Hill's daughter's team, Avery. Wait, aren't you coaching boys? I am, but their team's amazing. And our guys are need the, some training. Are they the same age group? They are. 06s. So, so when Avery totally destroys you, yep. how's that going to go down? You know, here's my thing I've already I saw, said. I saw her skills. She's rad. That's, that's why I was talking to her mom saying, hey, you know, our boys need to get beat. Yes. Because they have a tournament like thanks- over Thanksgiving. Yeah. I want to, you know, step in. I've, I haven't had a training session. Right. So it's not going to fall on me. Like, hey, I, I don't know why they did that. Yeah, you know? exactly. But the girls' team's legit. So it'll yeah, be fun because Avery does have some skills. Yes, and she I, does. I already told her mom, please have her take it easy. You know, my boys no, are man. good. The I boys' team's good. To come out and crush you guys. My boys' team's really good. I yeah. haven't seen the girls' team, but. They had, I think, like this season, their girls' team had 75 goals for, zero against this season. Yeah, they're pretty legit. Yeah, um, I know they're playing down a division, but, yeah, so it's going to be pretty fun to see uh, to see them. And I got a present I'm going to take to her, too. Nice. Yeah, but I can't say because she might accidentally hear this before the game. Um, and then, you know, uh, shifting gears com- totally completely. we got to take a minute. Uh, we have... Um, it seems like it's happening every year now. Three three years in a row. Yeah, we uh, we lost another local runner. Right. Um, they uh, he went out on uh, Halloween, I believe, and two days later yeah. they found him. He right. had and I don't know the story. I didn't want to find out to be honest with you, on so many levels. But it sounds like he, you know, was just found. Where Box Elder Peak? Yeah, Is something that like that. And I guess the conditions were getting bad or icy up higher or yeah. something. And he's very, again, I mean, we're talking about someone who's very, he gets up in the mountains. He knows right. his way around. He was trying to do 100 peaks this year, different peaks. And uh, our, our, just our condolences, hearts go out to his family. Um, right. He's got two young daughters. I'm just sad. But uh, but one thing we did see, though, is this, this trail running community really stepped up. Yeah, they did. Helped search and rescue out immensely, and I'm right. and, and and I'm talking 
two things. One, staying out of their way right. when they were asked to, and mm-hmm. then jumping in when they were asked to. Right. Supplies. I mean, we saw a huge reach of that. So that that's something to just be, again, this just goes back to the community we're a part of, and I think everybody's a part of across, you know, trail running in general. But, uh, but yeah, just another side note, especially with the weather's changing, um, please be careful out there. Please be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, please know your skill level as well as know the conditions. You know, right. if, if it's, if it's chancy, chance at another day right when it's yep. not so sketchy and again i don't know the story i'm not doing anything just just want to remind people to be careful because um, that's definitely something we don't want to we don't want to see um also some other fun news um so i got in the mail really surprisingly i got a birthday card now my birthday's in july it's gonna say is your half birthday huh? yeah so i got a birthday card right. and a book and it was from uh, some listeners of the show. Nice. And they're from Utah. Uh, completely surprised. The nicest card I've got, and I can't even tell you how long. Just super, you know, the husband's like, man, thanks for putting on this podcast. You've got right. a great community. It helps me realize when things don't go right, you can still get it done. Right. Just super nice. Um, and then, um, you know, she had some words, and she, it struck me so hard. This is my motto moving forward. Okay. And I, I'm going to let everybody just take a second to clear their brains because this is, this is pretty legit. And basically here it is in a nutshell. Go after discoveries and adventures that will become legend. Man, I'm I'm sold. That's going to tattoo that on my neck, so I can see it every day in the mirror. Oh my god! So it's just like have a good year. You know, it's like hope everything works out. It's just amazing. So that's what I want. People have discoveries and adventures that will become legends. So when gotcha. you're sitting around after a race, having a beer, having a cocoa, having a having a cocoa, whatever, <laughs> you know, you can tell these stories that were just legendary um, from when you were out there. So. Thank you, uh, listeners, and you know who you are for the card and the book. Now some trail running news. Fresh off the press, just recently, Hard Rock has made some changes to their refund policy, if you will. Refund? So they've got a new refund policy. Okay. But even bigger news is the pregnancy policy. Mm. And we've talked about this before. It's right. been talked about real quick, but I'm going to do the refund one. Okay, what is it? So the refund one, I think, is going to change the minds and make the lottery a little bit not as uh, hard to get into. And it's always going to be hard, oh, but really? I think it's going to change. So now the full refund period has been eliminated. <laughs> if you put your name in the lottery and you okay. are drawn, yeah. the most you can get back is 50%. <laughs> So it says, here's, here's what they said. The full refund policy has been eliminated, and a 50% refund will be given if you withdraw from the entry list at any time. Okay. This means that if you are selected in the lottery, you will be on the hook for, for at least 50% of your entry fee. Okay. So that's different. All right. Because most people put in, right? And it's like, ah, if I don't get in, I don't want to get in this year, right? I want to add my ticket. So if you get in now before, you could just say, oh, you know what? I want to withdraw my name. I'm in. Give me all my money. Or you don't pay yet, right? right? Now, if you put your name in the hat, you're on the hook, most likely, if you get in for 50%. Wow. So that could change certain people entering the lottery. I don't think think it will. I think it might because there's a lot of people I – I think a lot of people do say, I hope I get in, Hard but I Rock's hope I don't. pretty expensive, I think. Yeah. Like the whole endeavor. Oh, yeah. Right? I think most people are going to be... But if you put in... How much is the entry fee? One million dollars. I don't know. Let's say three hundred ish. You lot, lose one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, just off the cup. Even if you're like, I think you most people play. are gonna be okay with that. Man, well then you send me the money. Yeah. And exactly. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take a hundred of it. Yeah. Instead. 
right? But uh, I, do we know how many people withdraw every year? I don't. I don't know if anybody really knows. 20%. I don't know. I don't know if this is one where you get drawn and then they charge your car like they ask you first. I don't know if it's that way because I know there's been races in the past that I've that I know you well, can put like, in. That was for um, like Waldo or not Waldo. Uh, that was for waitlist. They'll do that. Well, I know. I think it was like right? uh, the Gorge Waterfall 100K one year did that where. Right. Oh, and I, you know which one I did um, that I got in was uh, Miwok one year. So I put my name in, yeah. and I wasn't thinking. I swear it all. It was the first year we did our trail festival, and they right. were the same weekend. Right. And I put in for Miwok. I got an email saying, hey, you've been selected for Miwok. Right. Um, do you, know, you want? Do you want it? And I was like, crap, I totally forgot I put in. Um, but they didn't charge me, so I said no. So I, yeah. didn't, get, I didn't run my card. So I'm thinking yeah, this is pretty interesting news and i bet more people are going to piggyback because sometimes it just takes one person and some already have it i'm sure well i bet you more races are going to do this now instead of giving a full refund or a 75 percent refund they'll yeah. only give a 50 percent refund yeah. but if you have a wait list and you're bringing people in to fill those spots <laughs> you're, making, you're not missing out on money you're actually making more money so i want to know what are they doing with that extra cash yeah, now 50%. are they putting it into their scholarship fund i'd Maybe. be okay with that it didn't say that and you can go to their website and I'll, I'll try and put the link there because I unfortunately didn't have the information, and I don't have uh, Wi-Fi sitting here for right. my laptop, but I do on my phone. Yeah, that's um, all right. But that was just that's just the no, first. I, my first thought is, what's happening to this extra extra money? Yeah, and that's I mean that's that's a lot of money, you know, right? I mean, well, could, it's potentially, only, it's, could it's, be. It's, it's let's say they got 140 entrants somewhere around that neighborhood. Um, what do you think? 30 people we could say total. that we could just throw 30, that out 30 there. people so 30 times what say 150 mm-hmm. um, it's not bad they're making some extra cash yeah and as long as it's going to cover you know scholarship fund or race fees or race expenses that's fine yeah because they're a non-profit it's just i think a, an interesting twist but i think the next one is one that i think might be something that is adopted and i've seen it a lot Across is their, the their, their pregnancy entry deferral yeah. which we've talked about so basically any woman who has been selected for the entrance list of the hard rock hundred and becomes pregnant prior to run day mm-hmm. so you can submit their pregnancy deferral request right and if you do that so for example you get in 2019 and you're like oh man i just got pregnant yeah right um, you can get entry into 2020, 2021, or 2022. <laughs> so you have a three-year window that you can, you're just in. Pretty cool. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, you must. You, know, you have to go through the same application window, though, um, but it's basically you defer it and say, you know what, I just got pregnant. And right. I, I don't know if you need proof or whatever. Here's my ultrasound. Here's my, <laughs> yeah. here's my test in the mail that I peed on. Here, here's my little... My little larva. Yeah. Um, here's part <laughs> of the cord. But, you know, so you have three years for the yeah. women, which I... I think it's cool. Yeah. Right? Especially for these hard ones to get into. Oh, yeah. I already saw some some stuff on there. Um, again, and this is, this is why it is so hard to be a race director. Why? You do something like this, which I think is absolutely positive. Yeah. But there were some people, I and mean, this is men and women alike. This yeah. is not just men posting saying, and I've seen posts saying, well, if my wife just had the baby... Why can't I defer mine? Because it's not like I want to leave her for a week or four to five days during yeah, newbornage or whatever. You know, I'm still part of this group. Yeah. Although uh, I'm not. It's a good, it's a good point. And some women were saying the same thing. It's yeah. like, you know, if my husband left me, 
like if I was supposed to have the baby during that time or just barely had it, my I'd be pissed, right? Yeah, but so, you know what? I, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, so I mean, it has to be that person. It, I, it can't be the guy. I'm sorry. I, the guy, the guy can just say, "Yeah, I'm sorry, fellas. It, it doesn't count for you." I, I I'm not I'm not no. saying I disagree. I just think that you try and do something good. Yeah, and then you've got these jackholes. And again, it's it's you it. can't win as a race director. No, you can't. And that I mean, because everybody's like, "This is amazing! I can't believe you right. finally did it." It doesn't hurt anybody. Nah. But then it was like, "Wait a minute," you know, and I'm like, "Come on, don't <sighs> don't do this, people." And right. again, it wasn't just guys. I saw some different comments. But right. Anyway, big news um, for sure, and uh, one to keep your eye on to see if, like, a Western adopts it. Or yeah, kudos to those guys. I think they're, both policy is actually pretty good. And especially coming off what happened last year there, right? So they're being proactive on other things where last year they kind of got hammered for the disqualification yeah, thing. They did. Yeah. Um, but it, it sounds like they've got a good board in which we have known. But right. kind of moving forward and, and seeing where the sport's trending and seeing how what people need or want and, and kind of going in that direction. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, what else? So the uh, we did give away our ticket to the Trail Running Film Festival. Oh, good. Um, that was selected um, or picked up um, by a friend of the show. Um, so uh, well, it'll be fun to, to see them there. Um, I still do have one extra ticket. I bought two. Um, I only need one, um, so I probably still have one if anybody needs it. Um, also, some uh, some big news I'm super excited about, Joel. We've talked about we are partnering with a, a group. Um, for the next month or so. Okay. Um, so, and a lot of people have heard of them. Um, we hadn't at the time until they met, reached out to me. They were doing some photo shoots in the area and wanted to know where to go. They wanted um, us to show up. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I, I would, but I haven't yeah. been lifting for the last 15 yeah. years. Yeah, um, exactly. So I probably don't look so <laughs> I don't, solid. I don't quite fit the model size. <laughs> yeah. Um, what size again? Yeah, I'm out. Uh, medium. Um, but no, a company called Path Projects. It's a new running apparel company from Huntington Beach, um, and they make... Super comfortable running shorts, uh, shirts, base liners, and headwear. Yes. So they sent us some stuff, and I know you're a huge fan of their three-quarter length shirt. Sure, my favorite shirt. And I'm a huge fan of their just shirt. Because they only send us a couple things. Yeah. so nice. And so um, I can wear that. Uh-huh. And this is what's weird is it's not technical material. No. But I could run in it. Yeah. And feel totally fine. Uh-huh. Like it's not like you're just checking on a Walmart cotton shirt and going right. for a run. But... As you see on their website and everything else, is you can go to the coffee shop after, mm-hmm. and you don't have this, you know, orange, bright, right. green, you know, reflective shirt or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but one of the things they are doing, um, which I think is is pretty pretty cool, is they don't do they they only do consumer direct, right? So right. that's how they keep their costs down. Yeah. Because again, it's a small company. They use premium materials, uh, great stuff. So essentially, what happens is they don't. You can't get it at a store. No. So they sell it to a store. Store is going to mark it up. It's going to be off the charts. Right. So you look at their pricing now. Their pricing, I think, is still on par with what's out there. Right. Some people might think it's more, but I'm telling you what, folks, go to Path Projects, and I'm yes, they are partnering with us for the show. But you will see me in this. I'll be coaching in their stuff. Oh yeah. Because our colors are black and gold. They got uh-huh. a black shirt. Yep. Um, I just, we both just get in their hoodie. That hoodie looks pretty cool. Looks way sweet. That's yeah. like, you know, to wear, you know, to dress up night. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> dress up night. It's your date night. <laughs> That's a date night apparel. Yeah. Um, and it hasn't launched yet, but we're going to be doing contests with them to give away some gear um, for for us as well um, through the podcast. But I dare say their stuff's more comfortable than Rabbit. 
And okay. right now, Rabbit is my benchmark for comfort. Well, and here's my thing. I'm the same way with you with Rabbit, but my problem with Rabbit is the different types of materials. Right. Like you have to really be careful because they know have like the one. mesh. Yeah, got, not the mesh. So I'm yeah. not talking the mesh. Those are the ones I struggle with. Yeah. But there was a shirt I wanted, but it was uh-huh. only mesh. I'm like, no. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't go on and talk about the mesh. Yeah. I'm talking about their, like their mixed sleeve stuff. Yeah, that's, that stuff. That's all I wore all this year mm-hmm. is their sleeveless mixed sleeves. Yeah, it's that stuff. Yeah, and these and Path Project makes a sleeveless. They do. Yeah, they make a short sleeve. Joel has a three quarter. Three they quarters. Make shorts. My favorite. I um, I wore the shorts yesterday. The physical therapy. Did you? Yeah. I got some coming. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, check them out. Path Project. Some of you might have heard about them. Um, you do yourself a favor and just try something, right? Yeah. At um, least try the three quarters. You can't go wrong there. It's the time of year to wear it. Yeah, it is. And mm-hmm. it is super comfy. It I is. Uh, I seriously wear mine all the time. I feel. I I feel and look a good thirty pounds lighter when I put that shirt on. I have more confidence. Yes, me too. I put the shirt on and I, I have more confidence. <laughs> I walk around my apartment and I look good. You do look good. <laughs> um, but we'll have a link in there. And again, we're, we are partnering with these guys, so this is um, the way it works. But it's pathprojects.com. Um, eliminates the markup at retail and you get it directly from them. And I'll tell you what, I've had the fortune to talk with them and they are just super legit. Right. They get it. They run. They're in it for the right reason. So so check them out, and uh, we're, we're pretty pumped to be working with those guys. Um, also, we got to send it out, folks. It's getting time. It's getting close. It's almost cutoff time for shirts for the Nordic Valley 7K. Yes. It is creeping mm. up on us. We'll be here soon. Um, it's like I'm going to be eating pumpkin pie. I'm going to put my fork down, and the next thing you know, it's going to be time be to run. shirts. So uh, please, uh, if you're thinking about registering, just register. It's, uh, it's going to be a fun day. Spread the word. Get your friends involved. Uh, December 15th, the Nordic Valley 7K. It's our second year. Um, last year went pretty flawless, in my opinion, so I don't think we need to tweak much. Right. So nope. it's, uh, it, the snow is going to be the, the issue we can't control, but no. uh, see if that I can. It could be fun or it could be fun. Or it could be fun or, <laughs> yeah. right? And white. So, uh, yeah, we'd love to see you out there. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, this week was my week for Woody Footies. Right. And I had a little problem there because We're there was some. Done. There was some good. Yeah, I looked at hats. And I want to say we got like seven okay. because there, there's definitely I think we'd probably be so done. We can if, run it through the end of the year and let's be done then. Yeah, you want to be done with it? Yeah, let's be done with it then. I, I want to do something else then. Well, we can figure that out then. But I, it's time for us to get rid of these hats. Yeah. Um, so here we go. This week's winner was at the base of Mount Baird, looking at Palisades Reservoir, and it <laughs> was on the putts course. Jen Haas Walker. Yeah. You were the winner this week of the Woody Footy. Contest. There were some other great ones for sure on there. Some past winners had some stellar photos. Mm-hmm. Um, we had photos from Germany, Canada. Yeah. All so I think it's another reason to get rid of the hats is because so many of our past winners are putting in quality stuff. We can get something different. Yeah. Because uh, it's got to be legit. Um, so we'll, we'll get that going. But congratulations, Jen Hosswalker. Send me an email, manners at trailmanners.com with your shipping address. It goes out U.S. Postal Service, and uh, we'll get that right out to you. Uh, this week's Strava was pretty cool. Uh, for last week's, excuse me, um, we had a winner of mileage from Spain. Wow. Uh, Tristan Lee, 181 miles. It was a race somewhere in Spain. That's a long way. And uh, all th- our top three people were all over 100 miles. Oh, my goodness. The runtime, well, you'd guess, would be Tristan Lee from Spain again. <laughs> you're right. 61 hours and 43 <laughs> oh <gosh>. minutes. <laughs> and climbing, you're never going to guess, Tristan Lee. 27,579. I'm surprised that old Erin Hill didn't beat him. She uh, she only did 19. Uh, off week. Off week. I think she rested. <laughs> it was her rest week. Her, yeah. yeah, it was her rest week. 
And then uh, our buddy Trevor Fuchs did 17K. Oh, and he's, he's getting, getting ready, ready for Hurt yeah, Hurt again this year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, congratulations to everybody there. Uh, but now we got to get into it because I know we uh, we got a lot of questions and okay. a lot of good ones for pe- for folks. I, I don't know the number, but there's that is a lot. I'm we got quite a few. Right <laughs> yeah, I had to print them. I usually <laughs> that's like, a couple don't. pages. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first one I will start with was the and they come in the order we received them. Okay. Um, oh, wizards of single track, lords of long climbs, <laughs> and demons of descent. We haven't heard from this guy in a long I know, time. I love I it. Even have to, you don't even have to tell me who it is. I, I already know. know who it is. But I love this. I love this. Wizards of single track, yes. lords of long climbs, and demons of descent. Yes. That should be the Trail Manners ambassador program, yeah. demons of descent. Yes. Um, <laughs> I implore you to help me with this canyon I'm in. I've lost my mojo. My running mojo. I'm yeah. not sure what mojo is, but I've displaced mine. <laughs> I used to be a complete pain in the ass about running and ultras, and I'm yeah. not sure where it's gone. Oh. I think I dropped it on the Bondi Coogee coastal track, <laughs> but no one has handed it in. <laughs> Simon. <laughs> so, my wizard friends, do you have any advice for anyone coming back from injury, missed lots of their favorite podcasts, and feeling a bit disconnected mm. from something they love? Right. Any tips, advice, spells, potions, or a kick up the ass for me is greatly appreciated. <laughs> Cheers and beers from down under. Maybe that's the problem. All the best, Simon. <laughs> so uh, so basically, it sounds like Simon's in a funk. Yes. We all go through them. Yes. For different reasons, whether it's injury-based, whether it's after a race you feel bad, right. or personal problems, whatever. Right. We all go through them. Yep. And it's simple, Simon. It is very easy. First, go down to Redbox. <laughs> they might not have Redbox. Okay, go to Kangaroo Box. There you go. And get the movie McFarland USA. <laughs> Throw that in. Watch that show. Yeah. Feel inspired. All right. And that's where you start. Okay. Then you jump on your laptop, which yeah. I think they have in Australia. They have I laptops. think they have those there. I don't know if they have apples. Maybe they got, what do they have? Koalas? I don't know. <laughs> Get on your laptop and you hear some hear some songs you need to put on your playlist for your next run. All right. You start with Hannah Montana Wrecking Ball. Oh my gosh. I know it's actually Miley Cyrus. Start with Wrecking Ball because you're coming back. You're coming in like a Wrecking Ball, right. Simon. All right. Throw some Rocky Four soundtrack on there. Rocky Four. Throw some Greatest Showman soundtrack on there. Uh, no, don't do that. And you got to put some Minute Work on there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of the easy way. That's pretty easy, huh? You got to get your mind right, and that's going to happen. You watch <laughs> McFarland USA, you'll cry at the end. I promise. <laughs> I still do. Um, yeah, no, find find a good little movie that you like, a little inspirational show. It doesn't have to be good. Hmm. Kind of get your mind right, and then I think the biggest thing is just go uh, put your shoes on. Don't put a watch on. Yeah, don't put the watch on. Don't get a training plan together. Nope. Wherever your favorite place to put your feet that you can get to, yep. and don't go back to the track. The coastal track because nope. that your mojo is not there anymore. It ran nope. off. You need to go find it. And when I say find it, you got to go somewhere where you know you're going to run. If it's two miles, one mile walk, one mile run, whatever right. it is, and just f- smile and fall in love with it again. Yeah. Right? Don't have any pressures. Nope. And that's partly why it's like, oh, I know I'm out of shape. I've been hurt. Um, it's gonna. That's where I'm at. I ran. <clears throat> I missed four weeks, and now I'm like, oh, man, this first couple weeks going to suck. Yeah. Finding your, your groove back, but... Just know what the groove feels like when you're in it, and right. you got to just work towards it. It could take a while to get back to that groove. It could, but I think you need to start with just kind of doing it off the grid. Yeah. You know, just unplug from everything yep. and 
except for your um, wrecking ball playlist. And then uh, <laughs> I think I think that's really a good way. I've talked to a lot of people about this because I got your email. We've talked to a lot of people, and a lot of it is just the pressures, the stressors, and just know that it's not where you left off, but you right. can get there again and maybe better, right? Especially if you've been dealing with whatever it has been. So I think this is a good opportunity for him to explore other activities, yeah, other hobbies, yeah. And then whatever that maybe, might be, spear fishing. Yeah. yeah spear I don't know. I don't know what else. Shark right? wrestling. Shark. Yeah, I think they do that. Oh my gosh, we're going through all the cliches. Um, I think it does. It gives you an idea to get out there, explore, do something different. Yeah. And then maybe slowly come back around the running. Yeah. And maybe you love it again. Well, maybe if you do other things, you'll realize how much you miss it too. Yeah. You know, um, because I tell you, it's a lot of fun when you do go into that. Um, when you're in that funk, but you come out of it, because sometimes it's just a recharge. You yeah. know, you need some time away, no matter if you had to take it or not. Um, right. But just, just have fun again. Well, I think that remember why you did it. The important thing to remember is one, you signed up for Vicaro Loco. Yeah. So you need to have some sort of giddy up. Now, so if get you, yourself over here and and run that race, because number one, that could be the last Vicaro Loco ever. Mm-hmm. And what a wonderful way for you to experience a race in the U.S. by going to the very last Vicaro Loco. Yep. Number two, we'll both be there. Yep. Number three, that's going to be one of my two races I run next year. Wow. Joel's throwing some, down some stuff yeah. today. So I think that there's three really good reasons for you to come over and do that race. So find that mojo. Keep rolling with it, and we'll see you next August. And I believe if you um, withdraw from the same race two years in a row, you can't even get in the country. <laughs> There's something Good there. Good point. So I think you have to remember that, and you're, you're just kind of stuck to it. So, uh, yeah, anyway, um, let us know. Keep us posted. And then, listeners, if you got ideas, man, please post it on the Facebook page so Simon can read those things. Yeah. And, and we want to wish Simon well. We love Simon, and in all seriousness, just uh, just. You, you'll get back to it. Yeah, he will. You've, you've loved it for a long time. Maybe you just did it too much too long, and now you're just kind of coming back around. Yeah. All right, next question comes from Kurt. Hey, guys, love the podcast. I'm starting to get back into running after years of swearing it off. <laughs> Nine years in the Army gave me a deep hatred of running, but now that I found out about these trail races, <laughs> I have a newfound obsession. My question is, what is a realistic timeline progression for someone that is just starting back at square one with a 5K road race oh. but has aspirations of one day completing a 100-mile trail race? This is not Kurt Stein. No, no. I don't, I'm don't. i not sure. It just is Kurt. Okay. So um, I'll let Joel start with this one. So oh. basically, how do we? How, how does he get to 100-miler? How do you get zero to 100-miler? Oh, man, you got to take it slow. Mm-hmm. Well, so so let's say your race is at the end of September. You've got 10 months to prepare for it. Yeah. Um, you're going to do all your foundation work first. So you're going to do all your cross-training gym work now through the springtime. At the same time, you're going to be laying in that foundation of run training. So just base work. That's where you'll start. Just having consistency, try to avoid the injury bug. Um, you're also, at that time, honing in what gear you like to use. Shoes, shorts, shirts. Nutrition. Nutrition. You know, that, that's your, your time to kind of experiment with everything. Then spring and summer rolls around, then you're starting to do your quality run work. So um, tempo runs, intervals, 
um, power runs. Our, our good friend Ty Draney has a power run in his workouts that are crushing but so great for building fitness. So you're doing your quality work spring, late spring and through your early summer and then through mid and late summer you're maintaining and boom, there's your 100 miler. Yeah. So you're just building up. And as we've said in the past, uh, once you have a good foundation, it's about doing back-to-back long runs on the weekend if you can, once a month. That'll help out being patient, trying not to rush things. Well, and that's the thing. It kind of depends on your timeline, too. Yeah. So when do you want to do a 100-miler? If it's, you know... If it's this, 10 like, months out, there's your plan right there. Yeah, but if it's if maybe it's two years away. Maybe it's not this September, but the next. That's I mean, you have plenty oh, yeah. of time. That's a long way. Yeah, right? So... You lose focus. But I think what Joel hit on the head is you got to be patient. You know, yeah. you have to do it the right way. You can't mm-hmm. jump too quick, too far. Yeah, I've um, done that in the past. And I think everybody pay has. Pay the price. Yeah, I think everybody has. You know, you, you get behind or you... Something else takes yeah. over, but you're signed up or you want to do this. Right. So, you know, just maybe get a calendar out, you know, plan it, like plan a 10-month block or whatever the block is and say, yeah. okay, by here, I need to be here. Right. And then lastly, too, what wouldn't hurt if you, if you really want to do it is, you know, maybe get a hold of a coach. Uh, yeah, for sure. That'll help you me know? out a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always there. Um, it is an expense for sure, but mm-hmm. I think you know, you're, one. Yeah, you're going to be super, you know, structured. Yep. And so all of the injury from doing it the wrong way, it'll be out the door. Right. Right. Injuries just now you're looking at if you roll an ankle, if you fall, whatever, as opposed to, oh, I'd push too hard. Right. Because they're going to put you on a plan and maybe you call them and yeah. say, hey, hey, coach, uh, I'm thinking about getting a coach is my goal. I want to run a hundred mile race by hand. Some might say, I, I'm not, I'm not comfortable working with that. Or some right. people like, oh, plenty of time. We got this. What's your background? And, yeah. Um, yeah. I think you would be. You know, if you're serious about it, if you can, coach, I think is a great way to go. And there's a lot out there. I mean, we've talked about some on our show, but uh, but just be patient. Don't. It's 100 mile races are going to be there for a long time. Yes, they will. Um, so if you try and do it too fast, like Joel said, you could get injured, or you could just not enjoy it. And yeah. It's, enjoy those things. And you know what? I mean, Joel say it all the time. You cannot fake a 100 mile race. I've tried. Yeah. And, and, I've not gotten so one down yet. You got to be ready to roll. There's too much <laughs> that happens. So going into one with not wanting it because you're bored or tired or like Simon losing your mojo, you, right. you, your chances aren't well. Because no, you want to, you don't. Because you said it one day completing a hundred yeah, mile that's trail the race. Important thing. Um, yeah, and also I think it goes back to what type of race it is. Is it going to yeah. be a flat race, mountainous race? And so again, it kind of structures your training to what you're doing, yeah. right? So I think that's a good option. Um, and if you have any questions or want some leads on some coaches, we can definitely shoot us an email. We can definitely point you in some directions. Right. Or um, you can talk to people in your area or people maybe you are aware of. So I think that helped. Uh, we got two more. This one, I apologize. We actually got this one um, to do last week, but it came through on Facebook oh, okay. Messenger, and I just missed it. So this is my fault. Um, this is an anonymous one. They want to remain anonymous. And once okay. I say, you'll understand why. And this is this is a good one. Is that long? It no, it's just long. That is long. That's pretty long, but yeah. not as long as Simon's. Good point. Okay. Soon after a 50k that I completed in, I discovered through Strava that someone cut the course Wait, by about four miles. Didn't we talk about this last week? Did we? Did we bring it up? Keep reading. I think I we talked about I this last week. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, if I did, I'm sorry. I don't remember talking about it. I don't think we did. Uh, we talked about. Keep going. Okay, I don't. I don't think we did. But Anyways, I just came, keep going. Keep right. going. I'll, I'll Maybe cut you, you off. read it on Facebook. No. Okay. Um, there was an out and back section that a runner missed. 
I don't remember talking about this. Okay, keep going. This section was definitely the hardest portion of the course, hands down. Right. The turnaround point. <laughs> wait, did we redo this one? We talked about this. We did. Yes. So what was the what was the final? We thing? said let it go. Oh, we did. <laughs> yes. God, I don't remember that. I need keep, to go keep to the reading. Doctor. Okay, let's give this person a fair shot. The turnaround point had a check-in procedure, but it wasn't verified at the end of the race. Right. I mingled with the runner at the finish line, and they were very nice and yep. loved the race. Uh-huh. They were in a podium position. They weren't, excuse me, in a right. podium position. Never ran these trails before, and uh-huh. I really think they just made a wrong turn. Yeah. The RD clearly explained the course prior to the race, and the course was well marked. I don't want to cause any trouble, as I want to believe this was an honest mistake. Right. As an RD, would you want to know about this, and how would you handle it? Yes. So how we talked about is, yes, we want to know. Um, no, we probably would not have DQ'd this person. If they're a podium, yes. Yeah. But since they're a middle of the packer and it was an honest mistake, I wouldn't DQ them. If they'd done it on purpose, yes, I would DQ them. We yeah. did talk about this last week. So I think, like Joel said, I don't remember still, so That's I apologize okay. and I'm that old. Um, but as an RD, I absolutely would want to know, and I think the most important thing is we just handle it internally. Yes, No exactly. one needs to know about it. No. We would talk to that person and say, mm-hmm. hey, did you, did you, you know, kind of right. get their feel for it. Um, as the runner, would you want to know about this, or would you rather hear it from the RD or another runner? You want to hear from the RD. RD, yes. Because, yeah. you know, it could get into splitting hairs with another right. runner and whatever it might you be. You let the RD take the, be the bad guy. And that's what they're there for, yeah. right? Race director, that's their yeah. responsibility. I think you absolutely bring it to the race director's attention, though, just right. because what if this person wants to run it again next year? Yeah. Whatever, you don't know the reason, but I think it's just, an, like you said, especially if you think it's an honest thing, let the race director know, and then they deal with it. And it's out of your hair. Right. Right. Um, and I think that's the best way to go. So if we cut, co- uh, Joel says we covered it. I'm, we did. Sti- I'm still on the fence on it. <laughs> and I'm going to have to go back and listen to our last podcast again. Uh, but if we did cover it, then we covered it again. Right. And hopefully we were consistent with our answer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're consistent. All right. Um, last one mm-hmm. um, from another longtime listener, Dave Stevenson. <laughs> Doing a 48 hour race in February. Oh my God. Simple question. There is no simple questions in a 48-hour race. But here it is. Simple question. Sleep or no sleep? Basically, they didn't sleep at the same event last year, but they only did the 24-hour. Right. They're shooting for over 100 miles for the race, and it's a a two-and-a-half-mile loop course with very little elevation. That's a long course. Two-and-a-half-mile loop. For a loop, that's pretty long. um, With little elevation. So. You have 48 hours, basically 48 hours to do 100 miles on a flat course. Okay. So now, is there a porta potty at the end there? I would imagine. So he can hide. <laughs> I didn't think that's where we were going with this. <laughs> he can hide out. And I will say, on a side note, I cannot tell you how many porta potty costumes I saw um, from runners from last week for that Halloween thing. So <laughs> I called it an earlier year, yep. and I was. A little surprised that people remember, to be honest with you. It's the, it's the there were some funny ones too. It's the best one. Um, anyways, anyway, so to sleep or not to sleep? I is say the question. sleep. I say don't sleep. It's forty-eight hours. Go for it. I, well, that's what I'm saying. Depends on. It's a hundred. You can do forty-eight hours and a hundred miles on a flat course. So think of like a Wasatch Cutoff, for example. It's thirty-six hours. Yeah. So that would leave you twelve more hours. So oh. you can sleep if you want. Gosh, so I think I think go into it with a plan. I mean, you don't know what it's going to be like after twenty-four hours because you haven't 
run more than 24 hours. That's true. Right. Yeah, so I have, you have somebody, yeah. but if you haven't, you don't know. And we talked to people that have done 200 mile races and it's like, if you sleep, you might have to, if you're tired, you might have to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you, 48, I think he can make it. I think he can make 48. So if no you problem. can stay up for 48 hours yeah. and be, because what's going to happen, Dave, what's going to happen is your mind is going to start wanting to not keep going. Oh, gosh, yeah. Especially right? that first night between, like, midnight and, and four. four. Yeah. Your mind's going to say, I need some sleep. Yep. And you just tell it to shut right up and drink more coffee. Or, and I know you probably don't drink coffee, but I also know that it's going to want you, even at, like, 10 a.m. the next day, you're just going to be like, this sucks. Because you're going to be fatigued. Yeah, exactly. It's, gonna probably, be, it's probably going to be warm. Yeah, so it might be a good idea to sleep to wake up fresh again. Uh, right? Man, I don't know. I think just go for it. I, I'm not saying not to, but Well, how long, how, wait, what's his sleep interval going to be? What what do you allow him? Well, I think it's just twenty go, minutes, half hour. I think it depends on where he's at. I've slept. I slept at Wasatch One Hundred for three hours once <laughs> at mile seventy five. <laughs> and if I and now you know what? Before that sleep, I was ready to DNF. Yeah. I went to sleep in a coma. <laughs> I woke up from my coma with a beard. It was three hours later, and I finished the race. <laughs> Pretty fresh. Huh? I was. So yeah. I don't know if you like put a time limit That's on so something awesome. like this. If your goal is to go 100 miles, I think yeah. you do whatever you need to do. Well, see, I think he's going to hit the 100 miles, no problem. Yeah, I do, That's too. how I look at it. It's like, okay, you're going to hit that 100. I think you're going to hit 120, so go for it, right? I, if you, if, I'm not, I know he can do it. Right. But, I mean, for me, a two-and-a-half-mile loop... I would need some sleep just to like, forget about it for a little while. You know what I mean? Have a dream, yeah. even if it was a scary dream. Oh, man. I'd say you know, go for like it, Like a Dave. unicorn impaled me, you know, that's trying to prove, prove, Prove either one of us wrong. How's that? One of us has to be wrong. Help us. At the end of the day, Dave, there's I don't there's not a right or wrong answer. There's not the the, the right answer is we're excited for you. Heck yeah, hundred miles. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But I think like we don't doubt you're gonna do it. We already know yeah. you're gonna do it. But I just think you know. I say on you where just pound at. some Smurf nuts and go for go it. Go for it, man. Yeah. Like if you're at mile ninety-eight and there's forty-six hours, like, don't take sleep. a nap. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be in big trouble. You know, but <laughs> your wife will kill you. Yeah, if you're at like mile ninety and you're tired and you're twenty-four hours in or something, it's right. like. Go for it, bro. Get a 20-minute nap. Yeah, get a little cat nap, get back up, and, and keep going. Keep going, man. Rub some squirrels and nut butter on it and just Ooh, get after the spicy it. kind. Yeah, just refresh. But, yeah, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think this is this is a question, I think, that you could debate with 10 different people all day long, <laughs> yeah. right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, though, we know you're going to do the 100. Yeah. I think you just go according to how you feel, just knowing mm-hmm. that you have to get 100 miles. Yeah, right. That's like, the important thing. Gotta get that hundred. That's the important thing. As far as so I'm, I, yeah, I would probably take a nap just because it'd probably be fun. It's <laughs> the old man and you talking right it, there. I don't nap either. Yeah, but, you I'm know, about ready for one. Hey, so here's the deal. Why not sleep between 12 p.m. and 4 a.m. The worst part. You know, I've thought if I have ever done a 200 miler. That's probably when I would yeah. schedule my sleep. We talk about it Try all the time. Try to get to the sleep station that's closest to midnight. Yep. And just sleep. take a four-hour nap. See? Because that's always the worst part. Yeah. And it's the slowest. Yep. And it's the mind-numbingest. Yep. So why well, he could do that. He could. See? Right? If they, I don't know what their sleep station's like, if it's going to be nice I think you quiet. do your, I think it's the start-finish, so I think it's so probably like across the years <laughs> where there's a, a tent and heater and pot. Poor body set up and, somewhere and You know, five-gallon Home Depot bucket. Yeah. And oh I think you're gosh. set up, man. Oh. I think you're just set up. Um. Yeah, or you hire the people from that uh, Climb Everest, and they can put a tent up for you for <laughs> yeah. minimal cost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Dave, you're going to do it. Yeah. I think you just kind of 
go into it, know what your training is, and uh, that's that's a that's a good point. Why don't you, Dave, see how fast you can run for the first day until midnight. So you're you're basically saying run hard, run as hard as you can <laughs> till midnight, till midnight, and then take a nap, and then take a nap and see how you feel at 4 a.m. But we want you to go out and experiment with this first. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. So run a couple 48 hour races. No, no just. <laughs> I think this is a good. This was like a good practice for him, like on a Saturday, maybe well, Sunday. Skip church. I mean, you can go to church outside. Run as hard as you can, Dave, from six in the morning until midnight, and see what happens. And see see how far you get. Well, the, and Dave runs a lot. Did <laughs> you see he ran around that that uh, roundabout? He did like ten miles in a roundabout. Oh. Well, he's about ready to do the same thing at <laughs> yeah, a 48-hour race, so he's got the training down. <laughs> no, you can do it. I think it's uh, it does. It boils down to how you feel, what yeah. you want to do, because you're going to get it done. Right. You have just 48 hours to do it, right? All right. I think that is it for this week's question. So great questions again. We'd love to hear from the Trail Manners listeners if you want to comment on some of those, especially Simon's, because I know a lot of people struggle with that, mm-hmm. um, losing your mojo and um, they don't put it as eloquently as Simon, and I, I will probably um, <laughs> cut this out and paste it on my wall because I love it because um, he always brings it. Um, but, yeah, Simon, I think what, even going back to what Jill says, we just want to meet you, so get your yeah. mojo back. We'll buy beers when you're in El Vaquero. It's on I'll us. I'll buy you some mojo. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. <laughs> we got some mojo beer here, so we'll buy that for you. Um, but, yeah, um, thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Um, we uh, we really do appreciate it. We have a lot of fun, and I hope everybody does as well. Please send questions in to Ask Trail Manners. Again, another plug we'd love to see at the Nordic Valley 7K uh, this December. Um, and, again, the trail running, uh, Ogden Trail Running Festival is truly right around the corner. Um, and do yourself a jimongous favor. Jimongous. And go to pathprojects.com and check out their stuff. They don't yeah. have – it's like gray, black, white. white. It is simple. Yeah. It is good looking yeah, like three things i think you can be a more confident person yeah i think it's really paid off for me like that's why i need to get like seven shirts so i just <laughs> have a fresh one every day yeah you know what i mean so it's i important. can always feel com- i'd wear it under stuff even I'm like i feel comfortable mm-hmm. my superman's underneath yeah, that's right my tube top this week so yeah. i feel super confident um and yeah just uh keep the comments coming we appreciate it and uh yeah we'll hear from us again next week so this is eric and joel Single track session 113, and we are out.